Hello? <laughs> hey, Isabella, what time is it? Uh, looks like it's half past crumbo time. Crumbo time! Crumbo time! <laughs> welcome to crumbo time. Hello, welcome to crumbo time. My name is Isabella. And I'm her brother, Nick. This is Nick. I'm Nick. Not, and we are crumbo time. We're crumbo time. And today we want to talk about <laughs> with you. Memes. Specifically, the origin of memes and how they've evolved. and Where they started. Where they started, who they are now. Who gonna, are they? We're going to take a look what at... What even are memes? We, we're going to find out today. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, as, as we said... <laughs> <laughs> we're siblings. This is my brother, Nick. Yep. Um, and this is me. <laughs> that, yes, that is her. I'm Isabella. She is she. <laughs> and... Let's talk about memes. Yeah. Okay. So we just want to make this clear that our intended audience is not just the current memers. We want to incorporate everyone. Maybe you don't know what a meme is. Maybe you're totally familiar. Maybe you make memes. Maybe you want to make memes. Right. I'd love to make memes. We, you know, we welcome everyone here because... This is a we open love inclusivity. <laughs> inclusivity. Inclusivity. I agree. We love inclusivity in this house. In in this house, we eat inclusivity with breakfast. Only breakfast. It's, our only, it's an important meal. It's our only form That's of our sustenance. Only <laughs> Anyways. Alrighty. So we're um, gonna. So we're gonna start. By defining memes for what you guys. A, what is a meme at its base? Yes. Okay. So a meme can be defined as a unit of cultural information as a concept, belief, or practice that spreads from person to person in a way analogous to the transmission of genes. This is uh, coined by R. Dawkins in his 1970s book about memes, where meme is short for mimeme. Which is a derivative of mimesis. Wow. So. <laughs> that's a handful. That's a, that's a sharp definition that for is, you. Oh, yeah. Um, the way we interpret it might be a little different, but still revolves around the same concept. So mm-hmm. basically, yeah. I mean, as we see, memes, they spread information. It's just sending info from person to person, really. It's a form of communication, if you think about it. Right. You know, so it's, so it's how information spread in the modern age. In the modern really. age with, with all the young meme. people. You how can... do we talk about news? Memes. Exactly. How do we talk about politics? Memes. Good movies? Memes. Y'all seen Bird Box? Memes. Y'all seen Bird Box? <laughs> <laughs> it's all memes, y'all. So anyways, that brings us to like what were the first memes? What were the first memes? Uh, well, technically, <laughs> the first meme that wasn't, I wouldn't really consider it a meme in itself based off of like cultural significance. It's unclear but, whether it was intended to be a meme. Right. But it's become a meme 
in the last year or so. But Just, it could be considered the first meme because it was drawn so so early on in life just based <laughs> off of the structure of it it could be considered a meme by today's standards yes and this meme was a cartoon drawn in 1921 you may or may not be familiar with it it's a fine gentleman memes are older than your grandma <laughs> they're coming up on their centennial you don't know about that people who um, listen to this could I'm be grandma sorry grandma <laughs> What happened to inclusivity? <laughs> what happened? Anyways, you may be familiar with it. Um, if you pull it up yep, real quick. let's take a look. Uh, <laughs> we have all of our resources with us. Oh, wait, I think I have it right here. It's like, okay, it's a poorly drawn, fine gentleman or oh, gentlewoman. I, I'm, you know, anyways... It says, the poorly drawn version says, if you don't love me at my poorly drawn version, then you do not deserve me at my finely drawn version. <laughs> Anyways, that emerged recently, but the cartoon itself was drawn in 1921. So, I mean, you be the judge. In our opinion, this is the first meme. The first meme drawn ever. And we'll show you guys our references. Um, what we plan on doing is we want to have an Instagram page. We do have an of, Instagram page. We do have an Instagram page. And, and we, we will, will post after this podcast is recorded. And we will have the references. All the memes that we'll be referencing in this podcast will be available for you to look at on our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. So that way you can kind of interpret them yourself, perhaps. Yeah. And you could just follow along <clears throat> as you listen. You can look at the memes we're looking at. Exactly. So, but then that brings us to um, what we deem the actual first viral internet meme. Oh, can you guess it? The 1996 Dancing Baby Dancing video. Dancing Baby. Also known what a as classic. the Uga Chaka Baby or Baby Cha-Cha. You may be familiar <laughs> Goes with by it. by many names. Many names. Me uh, this Dancing Baby is just a 3D rendered animation of a baby dancing kind of provocatively <laughs> provocatively <laughs> provocatively scary. dancing baby um, <laughs> it was popularized via email chains before social media was uh, prevalent because it was the 90s now, yeah you could consider emails a, probably one of the first internet meme yeah email chains yeah. yeah one of the first channels for memes to be spread and communicated. So, Dancing Baby. Dancing Baby. It's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't get any good feelings from this baby. Yeah, but it's really funny paired with the music. You should play the music really quick. Uga Chaka. Okay, or not. Anyways. Uh, yeah. If you watch it, it'll probably make you uncomfortable too. Hopefully. Unless you like Dancing Babies. Whatever you like. I don't. We Whatever condone. floats your boat. Whatever floats your goat. I mean, I'm not trying to float your goat. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that was kind of the first internet meme that's gone viral. And then from there, or the other earlier memes, like early 2000 memes originated on 4chan, Facebook, Reddit, Tumblr, 
Um, some of these include Cyanide and Happiness Cyanide comics. Cyanide and Happiness. Still gone today, huh? Yes. What? <laughs> I mean, when did that start? It started in 2005. It's 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Almost 14, actually. Wow. <laughs> yes. That might also be older than your grandma. That, no, <laughs> that does not sound right. Maybe not. No, I don't think that's older than your grandma. Okay. And if it is, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so anyways, it was a meme. It was just more of a comic that became like parts, bits and pieces of it would be mm. like memeized, memeized. Right. Memeized. Yep. Mimosas. Mimosas. And those would appear and, you know, it's a good example of a meme that's evolved with the times. It's adapted. It's adapted to our age now. They make regular videos, Cyanide and Happiness. They make regular animated videos. Cyanide and Happiness, personally, I don't enjoy. They make me uncomfortable, just like the dancing baby. It's like a (laughs) cartoon dancing baby. Yeah, but not, (laughs) not very PC. Yeah. But do you know, you know, whatever floats your goat. And that's a part of memes is kind yeah. of breaking that. It's an integral PC. part. Mm-hmm. You know, not being PC is kind of a big part of breaking down barriers within memes. And, you know, it's just kind of a, a communication of the information as a whole. Yeah. Is non PC. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily I mean... agree with it, though. Um, but, yeah, Cyanide and Happiness, an integral part of the first memes on the internet. Another classic meme are the Rage comic memes. I'm sure you're all familiar with it. Oh, yeah. um, they include, like, the troll face. Troll Megusta face. guy. The Rage guy. Um, some of the other counterparts include Forever Alone Guy. You know. Why you know. Why you know. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Just the list goes on. The list goes on. The crying guys. The FU guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those those are very classic. And I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm, but, you know, I used to see those on Facebook all the time. And we might not be fans now because we it's kind of evolved out of current memes. Yeah. You know, like, it's just not really that tasteful anymore. Yeah, I guess. Plus, they all kind of revolve around trying to be relatable. And it's right. like, memes kind of started like that. Some, some of them. I mean, like, mm. Dancing Baby wasn't that relatable. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, these Rage comics, like, are all about people being pissed off. And, like, they're meant to be kind of relatable. And nowadays, memes don't necessarily make sense to the everyday person, so they might not be as relatable. But, I mean, kind of through the history, you see memes trying to relate to the everyday person, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's how they they become popular, because it's relatable to the masses. Yes. Yeah. That's how information gets spread, because people like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they feel good I mean, not it. necessarily. You don't always like it. You don't always like what's being spread, but it could be relatable. Yeah. Or you just, you understand it. You feel it. Yeah. Ugh. I feel that. Ugh. 
I, like the face that pisses me off the most is the troll face, and then from there trolling oh, becomes man. popular through the internet, and then it's just like a huge mess. Yeah, like people give a give a name to the to pissing people off through the internet, and that is trolling, right there. That's so wild. Yeah, dude, it's wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well. Rage comics. <laughs> I remember the um the first. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> the first like, I don't know. You know, like the big blocky letter comics that have these, but they also have like that baby with the fist. Oh my god! And the dinosaur, the thinking the, dinosaur. Yeah, the dinosaur with the big bulky captions, and they're like. Those oh, ones man. are really trying to be relatable. Yeah. Like, that's their only purpose. Yeah. Like, the when you do this. Or the Ermagerd one. Oh, Oof. man. Oof. Oof. Those ones, yeah. Those ones make me feel kind of... They've aged out of... <laughs> relevant. Irrelevant humor. <laughs> yeah. Just, they're kind of a no now, but they mm-hmm. were very popular. Those were also some of the first classic memes. Oh, yeah. Um, cat videos as well have become... Cat videos. Oh, that cat is just videos. Pandora's box. Yes, because those originated early on, but they are still relevant and in production all the time. They're like the longest, first continuously popular meme, the largest populated meme. I mean... The amount of cat videos on the internet. Cats. You just don't go wrong with cats. And this still is happening. I mean, it started with just cat videos of cats doing stupid things. Um, but also, like, Nyan Cat. But you can, even today, I mean, like, you know, Bongo Cat, right? Bongo Cat, yes. Bongo Cat is still, the like, a relevant thing. Memes, yeah. Like, maybe you look at some older cat memes and they're a little cringy. But, like, they still get you. And there's, there's new cat memes cat. out there too, like Chonky Boy, Long Cat, Long, Long cat, cat. If you're familiar with the cat meme community, I for one am because I like cats. I like as we. <laughs> I like cat. <laughs> I do. Um, I have a wealth of cat memes. Is that how you use that word? A wealth. A treasure trove of cat memes saved on my phone. They're good. They're the good ones. Dank cat memes. They're they're very dank. They're the two of them cat meme. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I'm just looking at the endless supply of cat memes. And they also use the block letters. You remember Grumpy Cat? Oh Grumpy Cat. Wow. Grumpy Cat, the original cat memes that use the block letters definitely revolved around Grumpy Cat. Or just weird pictures of cats. But yeah. that was the foundation. Like, Grumpy Cat's <laughs> grumpiness itself was so relatable that that just made cat memes popular. Is Grumpy Cat still alive? Oh, let's look it up. Grumpy Cat. Your name it is. <laughs> um... Born in 2012. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 2012. Only six. <laughs> yeah, it's only six. Our cat's older than that. Wow. Wow, I hope Grumpy Cat is 
thriving. And Grumpy Cat makes millions now, too, which is just to show how big, how wealthy the meme community can be. I mean, honestly. Lil Bub. Lil Bub. Lil Bub also. Infamous. Poor Lil Bub. It's kind of sad, though. Always makes me feel kind of It's kind of sad because, like, Grumpy Cat and Lil Bub both have, like, disabilities. Yeah. Oh. I've (laughs) never seen that one before. Colonel Mao. Mao. Colonel Mao. Colonel Mao. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Colonel Meow. Scary looking. Looks like he looks like the Bandersnatch, or not Bandersnatch, Pax. I'm sorry. What? I yeah. You know Bandersnatch. I'm sorry. What? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch is Bandersnatch. not a thing. What? It's not a a visual thing. I know it's Pax. Oh, the demon. Yes. yes. If you guys are familiar with Bandersnatch, y'all watch Black Mirror. Y'all see Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box. Y'all see Bird Box. Willow Cat. Wow, just Bird Box. the amount of memes around cats is crazy. Yes. Remember Burger Cat and whatnot. Oh, yeah, I can has Cheeseburger Cat. I can has Cheeseburger. Oh, man. And so you see the evolution of memes, and it's spread to Twitter. Twitter has claimed a lot of memes and started a lot of memes now. And I feel like Twitter is really – Twitter and Instagram – Instagram is more like funny memes, but Twitter is more like informational memes where they're communicating like relevant like events that are going on. And then Instagram is kind of more the culture of it and, you know, funny memes. Like they're all funny, but like Instagram is like where they funnel through. It's where the, the popular ones, it's like darwinism of memes like all the it weeds out the um the unwanted ones and just brings out the popular ones that are gonna stay for a while that's true like that's very true reddit and 4chan are like the wild west of memes like (laughs) there is it is just the it's the frontier it's where the the memes are corralled and then they're corralled yeah. and brought into the more and they're shown to to Instagram. Yeah, they're brought into the more popular channels like Instagram, Twitter. Twitter does create different memes, but they're more like based on like current events still like Bird Box, like political issues, Trump, for example. Yeah. Ugh. Um moment of silence. <laughs> moment of silence <laughs> for the country. <laughs> um <laughs> And just, like, you know, other, like, more relevant topics. And then Instagram just gets very, very niche with the memes, you know. I feel like that's how Twitter is kind of, Like, I feel like Twitter's where all the relatable memes went. Yeah, well, just because people can, like, really, like, respond to it and, like, like, I don't know. Like, people wh- can really communicate more on Twitter versus, like, like Instagram, you can just, like, you just kind of eat up all the memes. Yeah. You know? Consume them. Yeah, consume the memes. When when you talk about memes on Twitter, do you mean, like, someone just saying something or, like, actually making a, a picture meme? Or... No, 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 no. And that's the thing. Like, memes on Instagram are more visual versus Twitter is just, like, saying things that become right. memes. But, I mean, like, or, like, videos, too. Videos originate a lot on Twitter, 
that become memes? That's like true. tea posing? Like Did that Oh, I don't know. I feel like that might have started on Reddit or something. Well, no, I'm not saying it started there, but like became popularized. Gotcha. Hmm. But like And that's the thing, is there's so many different communities for memes. Um, I'm sure a lot of people who see memes on Twitter aren't that accustomed to memes on on Reddit or 4chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, but, but people on Reddit might also be the kind of people to go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like different sects. But it's like, meme it's funny because at the same time, for the most part, I mean, there's some people who like memes but aren't as connected with the community. But right. f- at the same time, everyone on all of these channels and all of these platforms can connect to memes, like, can connect to any meme. You give someone from each group one meme, like, the same meme, and they'll all, like, probably connect to it, or they'll probably laugh at it, or they'll probably, can like... Can they, though? I mean, I think they could. I think they would. I mean, okay. Well, let's break this down. Because think of a meme. Think of a meme. Let me let me see. Let me find a meme. If we show paper. <laughs> To yeah, a Twitter Aper. Okay, Aper. Will they understand that? I don't know. Are there like regional differences in the internet? Like, yeah, of humor? I don't know. Like, if I, because I feel like Twitter is kind <laughs> of more like the populist. Like, yeah. Twitter's a place where you least have to be connected to memes. Like, because, you know, someone on Twitter will just say, like, Twitter my just... feet hurt, and then they get 60,000 retweets. No, I don't think that's it. I think Twitter is just more informational. Like, Twitter wants to be, like, more informed and, like, uses humor through words. memes. I think using humor through words. But, okay, can't words be memes? Right. Words can be but memes. But I feel like that's, that humor through words is the, the um, biggest thing where, like, you can understand it objectively. What? <laughs> Like, if you look at a deep-fried meme, not everyone's going to find that funny. Yeah, but no, it's true. humor, like, verbal humor kind of has to be more accessible intrinsically. Just because, like, you, it's hard to have an inside joke, something like that, where you can just understand it immediately. Like, uh, deep-fried memes with words. You know? Not gonna it's lie, kind you've of starting from ground bit. zero. What? Twitter? Words. words. Yeah, words. Because words actually literally communicate things. Yeah, so, so that that's something that's always going to be understandable. I feel like the first step is Twitter and understanding Twitter humor. Like, Twitter meme humor culture where, like, you're communicating actual information but, like, through humor. Like, everyone on Twitter is just, like, like being relatable and talking about their life in a way through like like through the humor channel and like that kind of becomes memes or you know relating information about current events and stuff to each other through humor and through humor memes and all that but then you go to like instagram like i'm looking at two pictures two no two different posts one of a picture of crawdad and a plate of crawdads and then one of a video of two crawdads fighting a robot and it's like (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're connected. They are connected in such a a strange way. I understand it, and it makes me laugh. And it's just, like, it really doesn't make sense. It it doesn't. These are two different accounts posting two different memes of crawdads. 
memes. Oh man. If it, if we just, just take a second to look at like, today's memes. How is a picture of Gibby smacking Spencer with a stop sign? And Hi, Gibby Carly. Gibby is labeled January fifth, two thousand nineteen. The stop sign is labeled death and Spencer is labeled the Queen of England. It's it's predicting the Queen of England's death. How is that funny? But it like it it <laughs> it is because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. It makes it makes sense because it doesn't. Make it ma- sense. exactly. And I think that's a big shift we've had in memes. Is it's it's come from something that's intrinsically relatable to something that doesn't have meaning anymore but, but the community has. finds meaning yes, through the it does. and therefore it makes its own meaning exactly that is exactly it i mean like, lasagna lasnaga the dog. lasnaga dog the lasnaga dog how it like this dog <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> What do you call these? Are those? Is that a deep um, meme? No. no, it's just like like the distorted memes that just make no. Yeah, memes sense. about anti-vaxxers. Oh um, man, memes. What's Gibby thinking about? I have a lot of Gibby memes, memes. Get strangely political. The dog. Oh, oh, sicko mode and Mo Bamba. Oh, those have become man. memes. It's just like everything's a freaking meme now. If it can breathe and eat and exist and live, it will become a meme it's kind of beautiful it is it whether it makes sense or not it (laughs) sorry i'm going through my meme stash and i just it's beautiful and they all they all coexist surreal memes are one of my new surreal memes oh boy time I hope someone out there can relate to this. I hope someone out there can understand where we're coming from. And this that. is just us talking about the origin of memes and kind of their evolution. In the future, we'll delve deeper within each memes, relevant memes. Mm-hmm. And we're going we're gonna to start getting into the relevant memes hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, so that we can talk about the memes as they're developing and yeah, coming out exactly we want to be able to kind of analyze new memes what's as their they significance emerge. what's their cultural significance try and what are they trying to, to communicate see how they develop to be what they become exactly and try and break down why we think they're funny yes because and the younger population specifically like gen z like us why do we think this is funny how come this is one of the main forms of communication for us yeah, memes are kind of mysterious in why we think they're funny. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to just directly explain to someone who might not be that well versed with the with those kind of memes why it's funny. Exactly. If we told our mother Burger King foot lettuce, what's it? What how it oh, go? Oh man. What like if we just oh, walked up to someone on the street? Back. If we just walked up to someone on the street and said, "It's not a throwback. It's from this year." Yeah, I know. But if we just walked up to someone mm. and said. Burger King foot lettuce, would they understand? If they were above the age of 25, maybe 30, I don't think they would understand. Yeah. You could say that. Sorry. You could say that there's like a age. There is kind of a, a growing divide. There in is. humor between uh, age groups. And at the same time, it unites us. Like it unites our generation. generation yeah. 
Wow. I mean, what unites old people generation? Like, baby boomers, like, <clears throat> hating everybody that's younger than them? Consumerism. Or, yeah, consumerism, <laughs> capitalism, is that what unites them? No, not with us. Memes. Memes will be the gluing factor. It'll be how gluing we prosper factor. as a community and as a generation. Memes are the future. They are the present. They've been the past. We just didn't know it yet. Um, what's his face? The guy that wrote that book? He knew it. How'd he know it? He recognized it. He predicted memes. He's our leader. Kind of. I mean... Our Dawkins? Dawkinism? is going to be a religion. I, I feel it. Dawkinism. Wow. <laughs> we just made you a religion. You heard it first, guys. Dawkinism. Coming to you this summer. Yes. But just... You can see the power of memes. You remember um, in the presidential election, one of the candidates mm-hmm. was... Um, these nuts no it yes was... yes it was the gorilla why am i forgetting the name harambe, harambe. that was not the oh candidate that was not a candidate these nuts was a candidate it was these nuts yeah these nuts was a candidate for the 2016 presidential election we're in america if you couldn't tell <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> but um look up these nuts these for nuts. president for president for president. Wow. For president for 2020. <laughs> D's nuts for sale. No, D's nuts 2016. All these fools were actually voting for D's nuts. Got, oh my God. It got on the presidential race poll. 9% vote went to D's nuts. Wow. Versus the 40 for Donald incredible. Trump and the 38 for Hillary Clinton. I, <laughs> I, you know, and this is how, <laughs> this is how a generation wow. unites and makes change. I, I really can't. The 15, oh my god, oh my god, this headline says, D's Nuts 2016, the 15-year-old who fooled America. Yep. Wow. And that is Gen Z for you. Um, <laughs> it's just too much. Power of memes. It power of memes, bro. And we'll get into that and how memes influence different aspects of our culture. Yeah, the influence of memes. In more specific ways, like... Because memes are a culture. I think mm-hmm. memes are a meme culture. culture. Meme, meme is a culture. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole idea. I mean, a meme, a meme in, as said in the definition, it is a unit of cultural information that's spread. Uh-huh. And it makes a culture in itself. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. So, those are memes. That's, I hope, if you didn't know what a meme was before, if you didn't understand exactly, this could help you. And if you, you're with us and you're, you know, acquainted. <laughs> well acquainted well with acqu- the mams. Well acquainted with the mams. Um, then you just, you know what we're talking about. Hopefully you can Hopefully we can give all us some work input. towards enlightening each other about yes. the human mystery of memes. Create a positive meme culture, a positive meme community. Because I feel like people who are older, they probably look at us with our memes and they're like, What? They're like, this is stupid, but it isn't. We want to generate positivity around the meme community, right. you know? Because in the end, we're all trying to communicate some, the same amount of information through humor. And, and and memes today are just such an integral part of our humor. Exactly. Nala! Nala! Our cat's meowing. <laughs> Do you our, think the mic would pick that up? I don't know. Hopefully it our new guest speaker nala will 
make a guest appearance eventually. Yeah. She's pretty talkative. Anyways. Yeah, she has things to say. Um, so, okay, so we have a lot of plans for the future for this podcast. Um, you know, and we're gonna hopefully try to, like, relate it and, like, create a community that can open up a conversation about memes and about the different parts of it. So, we'll be talking about that more for sure on our Instagram and there'll be different ways that you guys as listeners, (laughs) as our crumbs, can get involved with this community. And, you know, hopefully we can just open up a discussion about different current events, about different current memes. Big Chungus is on the rise. Oh, man. Tell us about Big Chungus. Big Chungus. Give us some input. Big Chungus. give us feedback about, you know. Chungus is my new favorite word. (laughs) Chungus is personally my new favorite word. Changing this podcast to Chungus time. Chungus time. Uh, (laughs) It's just this big fat bunny rabbit. Chungus stole your girlfriend. If you don't like this post, Chungus will come to your room in the middle of the night and suck your toes. This is so sad. Alexa. F. (laughs) Oh, the Despacito meme. We'll get into all the memes. We love memes in this house. It's just literally me and nick so much to talk about i have friends because of memes i mean (laughs) i have friends humble brag i have friends oh my god (laughs) no i have friends founded upon friendships founded upon memes it's it's great I mean, those aren't my only friends. (laughs) I have friendships that aren't founded upon memes, too. But I do have friendships because of memes, and it's great. I feel that. Life is just one big meme, okay? It really is. What a meme. It is. So, um... Alrighty. Well... This has been Crumbo Time. And we thank you for listening. And we love you, Big Chungus. Good night, Pennsylvania. Have a good one, my guys. (laughs) Bye.